Hello, and welcome to Let's Sip and Talk with Freema. Um, today, we're discussing a, a topic that a lot of people, a lot of individuals um, dread to discuss because it's something that uh, people may overlook or <clears throat> pretend that's not happening or could have been an accident and you just don't want to say anything about it or are we turning a blind eye to things that we are aware of. So today we're talking about child abuse. Um, make sure you guys chime in, give your thoughts, feedback, um, however you feel about it. What is child abuse to you? A lot of people feel like child abuse is just physically hitting on a child um, when it's actually more than just physical. It can be mental, um, verbal, emotionally. So there's all, um, it's a plethora of things that can be considered child abuse. So I'll start um, with this whole quarantine thing that's going on and being home, kids out of school. I hear it a lot that um, by kids going to school, it's kind of, I don't want to say saving them, but it's preventing them from actually getting the, the <clears throat> whippings or the beatings, um, the verbal abuse from parents, siblings, or what have you. So when they go to school, they're kind of away from it. It's kind of their outlet. Um, so what are your, your guys' thoughts on child abuse do people turn a blind eye to child abuse because it's 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 a hard situation to deal with and it's something you don't want to get in between if you notice or know someone that is abusing their children and then you don't respond to it or you act like it didn't happen are you um engaging or you know allowing something like that to happen do you hold yourself responsible for someone else is doing when it's something that that could have been done you know do you feel like you have to turn a blind eye because you just don't want to get into it you don't want to get questioned you don't want people to, to to ask you questions you don't want to be on the paperwork like what is it that prevents people from actually speaking up when they know that a little person is actually getting abused or or hurt you know in some kind of way what stops people from actually moving forward with reporting child abuse waiting for you guys to tune in i know it's somebody out there i know somebody knows somebody that has went through this i know somebody that knows somebody that did not speak up why like what held you back from not speaking up is it because it was your friend your best friend your cousin your aunt your uncle like what stopped you from speaking up to help that little person out any stories any concerns well any? actually i dealt with um I used to be an in-house counselor um, for a transition um, program, 18-month program for students coming from DJJ and DSS. A lot of students, well, the um, children that I came in contact with was from the age of 12 to the age of 18. And some of their stories, I mean, you couldn't even imagine from the mother allowing her boyfriend to sexually abuse her 13 year old daughter and turn the other cheek as if nothing happened to a newborn as a newborn being left in custody of the father and the father was on drugs child wandering around age four and six years old trying to find food on her own Aww. and then find out she was being molested by her father I mean I've heard so many different um stories and read so many different stories it's sad it's very sad like so going back to the the parent that left it with a 
the father that was, you know, on drugs, abused drugs. And a lot of people say that uh, a drug, a person that's on drugs is an ill. I, I don't agree. That's just my opinion. But if it's an Ill, uh, illness, are you now saying, okay, he didn't know what he was doing. Um, he wasn't mentally there or the drugs had him doing crazy things. It's are we true. now? I just don't agree it's true. with it. He might have was not there mentally, however... He's still traumatized that child. That child will always... And I I kept in contact with um, that particular student for, I want to say about 10 years after I finished working there. She was finished with the program and everything. She was 18. She left. Um, didn't have a place to go or anything. She just, once she turned 18, we couldn't hold them no longer. And she decided to go. But I kept in contact with her because I know she was alone. Right. And, um... She ended up going in the military. Okay. Yeah, she wanted to go to college, but unfortunately, you know, with financial aid, you have to prove that you're an independent student when you're under the age of 24. And she did not feel comfortable with other people reading those court documents. So yeah, decided, about her. Yeah, so she decided to go into the military. And we lost contact, but from the last um, contact that I did have with her, she was doing good. Well, that's good, but a lot of them, it don't turn out that way. And a lot of it leads into death. So, I mean, I guess it goes back to what I was originally saying. Like, when do you open your mouth? Like, when do you, like the teachers at school, I know uh, they probably can tell when something's going on with a kid or, you know, something of that sort. Do some people feel like, oh, I'm just being nosy. I'm, I'm stepping on something I, I shouldn't step on when I know it's something there, but they don't know for a fact. Like, they can't prove it i mean do we not say anything i i just okay. i found myself in a situation you all know where we're out here we have nothing but boys mm -hmm. so they fight they get into things they fall they ride dirt bikes do donuts all kind of typical country boy stuff okay this particular time my son had uh um an appointment mm -hmm. for a wellness checkup, yeah. And he cut his leg, being outside running around. You know, the doctor questioned him how he um, got it, what happened, you know, everything under the sun. But she did question him. But that's a good thing, though. It is a good thing. But I, I mean, I got kind of offended because of the way it was handled. But yeah. But some doctors, um, like, you know, some kids come in their malnutrition, if that's what it's called, a malnourished, where, because that's a sign of abuse, too. You're not feeding your kid. You're, I mean, I just don't understand. And I know, I know people notice things about other people's kids, like their friends or, you know, people you hang out in the clubs with. I know some people know individuals that's not doing right by their children, but they're not going to say anything nope. until it's too late. And then people are putting, oh, you know, I knew her or I knew something wasn't right. You're going to say all this once it's too late, but you're not going to pull a coattail and, and say, hey, you know, like. I've been over here since 12 o'clock this afternoon. We gonna go to the club. It's 9. And you ain't feed little Joe. Like, at all. But let's be honest. A lot of people aren't going to say anything because they don't want to feel like that's their problem or they're getting into their business when that's neglect. It is. That's neglect. You somewhere for almost 9 hours and you have not seen that kid eat. Are we going to open our mouth or are we just going to say, hey, let's get dressed. Let's go out and not worry about it. Um, another thing. Oh, go ahead. 
I'll open. I mean, I might not report them. But you'll but say, something. say something. At least, like, I know he's hungry. Well, he, if not, if I I'm hungry, that, I know he's hungry. Y'all know my house is open to kids, so I would have the child over there feeding the child or whatever. But, um, but yeah, yeah it, it stuff has to be said, and, and we don't say a lot of stuff. And I think it's because of who we know or who the person may be that's doing the abusing. And, again, it's not just physical like, you're not feeding little Joey all doggone day. And I know if I came over here, I ate before I came to your house. And now I'm hungry again. That means a couple hours already passed and he hasn't eaten since I got over here. That's a problem. But mental can be just as worse as physical. Yeah, it can. Verbal. Yeah. Like, these parents um, that calls their daughters the B word or you hoe or you this and that. To me, that's like, oh my God. Stupid. Yeah, you stupid child, go sit down. Like, I, I just, that's name calling. That's a part of Shaming. abuse. You know, and a lot of people don't look at it that way. And again, let me just stop myself. I am nowhere near a counselor. These are just my opinions. But that, those are signs of abuse. Like, you're, you're counting that child by calling them these names, these V words, and these. You acting slow right now. Like, it just, you don't know, like, kids go to school and have to deal with things. Then they got to come home, and they moms or dads calling them out their names. That's a sign of abuse. If you know that you're doing that, just stop doing it. Just just don't do it anymore. If you feel you got to call that child out their name, something makes you that angry, remove yourself. Go in your room. Sit down. Count to ten. Them ugly. Like, yeah, calling them ugly. And I've heard, I've encountered that before. Wow. Sit your ugly behind down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking just like your daddy. Yeah, because you're mad about oh something. Gosh, I hate that. I, I don't Why get it. Bringing up the daddy when you That's because they're hurt. Yeah. They're but hurt. you slept with him. Yeah. I'd never, Mm-mm. ever bring up kids. No, you shouldn't do that. No. I don't care what dad got going on, what dad didn't do. Or what y'all got My going dude, on. The child don't have anything to do with it. They do not. The kids do not have anything to do with it. But a lot of that stems from that. And a lot of and a lot of it stems from I'm going to and I hate to say it, but there's just certain circumstances, not all of them. Oh, I'm gonna trap him. I'm gonna get pregnant by him. And then when he don't do right, you're mad at the kid. But have you ever witnessed someone that have different baby daddies? And they treat one different? Mm -hmm. No, I never encountered that. You never did? No. Yes, you have. You just ain't think about it. Who? Huh? But wow, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you hold two of your other children that have different fathers up on a pedestal, but you treat this one completely different. I don't. I don't think it's that. You don't think it's. I think it's just like some some uh, some moms, yeah, some dads. I think it's more so if they feel like this one is doing great. I don't need to really help them as much. As you know, these two need me more. But what you get what I'm I understand that from a parent point of view. Now I do understand, and I've explained that to several people before. Um, when they have issues with their parents, I tell them you have to realize you, as a parent, you know which one is your strongest child. Right. You know which one would be able to handle their own issues, and which one need help, and you know need which one need to be pushed. However. To me, it's the difference. I mean, even though, like with mine, all three of mine are different, different personalities, blah, blah, blah. 
However, I do know which need what. Yeah, but, but I'm I not gonna make not, them feel bad. Exactly. Right. And I still treat them all evenly. Yeah, I get totally what you're saying. I just think in that situation, I don't think the dads have anything. I think it's more so of who who that who she's end up being around. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, they got her back. Mm-hmm. You know, these two don't really have a support system, so I'm going to lean on them more. But still, why speak to them negative? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Because they always respected you as an individual and know they weren't going to get it back. That's and abuse. these other two, that's abuse. Exactly. That's why I say it's all, it's all different kinds of abuse yeah. that we don't pay attention to. Exactly. And it's the truth. Just because, okay, I'm not going to talk back to my mama. So she's going to bring it on me because she know them other two yeah, kids going to wail on her behind. Them, yeah. Exactly. It's not fair. And we don't look at stuff like that. We got to be mindful of a lot of things that we encounter and do uh, endure on our children that we don't think is abuse. Especially that name calling. Like, I don't know. Some people call names in public. Not saying it's good to do it, like, you know, in your house. I'm not saying that, but you be out in public and you would hear mom if you don't send your so and so down you're stupid nah, I ain't gonna lie. And I'm not going to lie stupid like, I and know Karen. I ain't called none of mine that but I like I said I have three all of them around seven years apart so they all are completely different however the little the oldest one she was the baby for a long time and she yet to today is, I mean, like a monster. She's, um, how can I put it? Spoiled. She's just plain out spoiled. And the baby is plain out spoiled. Which they done told me a couple of people that came and said, your son bad as hell. Look, <laughs> no, you ain't supposed to say that no child is bad or whatever. No, he's not. He's active. Anyway, he decided he wanted to test me up in the store. <laughs> and yell out. I want this. I want this now. <laughs> so first thing I do was grab him by his arm, put a little bit of pressure on. You hurting me. You hurting me. Oh. See, we would have had to oh. go to the bathroom okay. to that car. It's a difference, though. No, but I mean, somebody walking up to you saying. Well, of course they're going to be like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? So you know what I did. <laughs> no, and I don't do the most <laughs> conventional things that a parent should do. I let his arm go and let him finish stretch out yelling in the middle of the aisle and walk off. Left him there. <laughs> but and when he realized he was by himself, right. he stopped. Yeah, we, we can't. Uh, yeah, you're not going to pinch him to hurt him or, or kick him or do something fool. Yeah, they act crazy. And yeah, we have to discipline our kids because they'll run over us. But then just that little part. Of that, you know, you're not calling them stupid. You're not doing anything. But that little pressure on his arm, and then Mary Jo's walking by, and now she's calling the cops because she think you're hurting him. With technically, he feel like, oh, if I yell out, I'm gonna get what I want. And you know what I? Told and then Mary now Joe? it makes you nervous no. for even disciplining your child no, in public. It don't, because I was approached. No, oh, and you know what I told Mary Jo? I refuse to let anybody that I'm feeding, clothing, and sheltering. Talk to me. Yeah. I do anything. If that's the case, you do it. <laughs> I told lady, yeah, you ain't gonna uh, in New Walmart, me. Alex calls himself pumping his chest at me, yelling at me at Walmart, and I pop him right in his chest, yeah. right on my shoulder, quick. And let, I wouldn't do that in public. And I wouldn't let my five year old suck on a pacifier. Mind your business. See, mind your and business. Don't play with me. Huh? 
It goes to mind your business on certain things. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, you pop them in the, in, in the shoulder, and I wouldn't do that in public. But, but then if you just let these kids get away with every single thing, then now they just run in haywire and feel they can do whatever they like want to do. Mary Jo. And, and yeah, but then we seeing somebody doing something majorly, and then we don't want to speak up. It's because we got taught to mind our freaking business. No, the like, of the time, the ones that intervene are of different color. I don't know. I just Because fi- I think a lot of them just don't understand the upbringing. It's different. I think the up, I think with different races, the upbringing yeah. is very different. Very, very different. I, I have popped mine in the mouth. I've popped Kali in the mouth before when he was little because he kept cussing and yeah. kept doing it and kept doing it like Kali. Okay, and so I, let me do something to make you remember. If I say this again, then I'm going to get in trouble. And I never had my kids to wash their mouth out with soap. However, when they brush their teeth, I make them hold mouthwash in there. <laughs> burn a little yeah, mouth. Yeah, burn a little bit. But I mean, it's mouthwash. Yeah, it's not going to kill them. No. But yeah, I mean, as far as, you know, in the kids. Might say it's child abuse. They probably, it's, it's, it's just different things with discipline. child abuse. Yeah, it's a difference with abuse and, and discipline. I totally agree with that. But some people just take it to the extreme. And some people don't realize what they're doing to their kids is a sign of abuse. Like, I've seen, and, oh, it kills me. Gas station, grocery stores, super, Walmart, Superstore, I don't care where you're at. I see a mom or a dad and their kid is tagging along behind them probably like five feet away oh from God, them like that burns me up do you not understand that anything can happen just that fast and guess what it happened so fast you didn't even know because he's behind you or somebody just snatched him up i seen a young lady the little boy couldn't have been no more than two maybe because he was he was very small probably almost two she's already in the car he's trying to get in the car in the back seat then fell out one time down his shoe, he got in. He got in successfully. Now his shoes out there from so him falling. She ain't buckling in. She ain't do nothing. She was sitting in the driver's seat, waiting for him to shut the door. He had to reach down and get his shoe from him falling. Now he's finally in the car. Oh, and it's like, are you serious? Do you not put him in the car first? So I know it's people who don't think about it, but that's stuff that we doing and not realizing. Like, oh my god, well, things happen too fast. Every I know it's been a couple of times. <laughs> They probably would have called the police on me, and I probably would have got arrested what? for child abuse because I boxed my child. I chased one with scissors, and I boxed. Oh Lord! Them. No, no, uh-uh. <laughs> no, I can explain. You know, when these teenagers go through these stages, when they're like 14, 15 years old, they start smelling themselves. And keep in mind, I have boys too, right? So they're bigger than me. So this matter of fact, your husband called me at work because he sized him up. Teenage boy. He got on grandma. He didn't say nothing crazy. He wouldn't listen. So when I came home, he called himself raising up at me. Okay. The day you want to raise up at me and treat me like you're talking to somebody in the street is the day I'm going to treat you like somebody in the street. Let's box it up. I had him laid out on the floor. Now, I know <laughs> if the police, uh, yeah, you Mary, Joe, to jail. Mary Jane, seen me, I was going to jail. But I refuse to have some little person that I birthed think he going to come in my household and not listen to what. And I'm not telling right. him nothing that wasn't reasonable. But right. you have rules here. And you're under age. Yeah. So you're going to follow me. The other situation, she, my daughter did the same thing. She was 15. 
and I did get the scissors and I told her I would cut every dread out of her head if she disrespect me again. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Sometimes have we to have to let them think that. Yeah. Sometimes you have to th- let them think you're crazy, but to keep them in order. Yeah. I wouldn't do anything that just going to like. No. Yeah. But I mean, sometimes it takes that. Say, I would rather have them thinking I'm a little crazy, box them a little bit versus letting the streets have. Yeah. Because if they don't learn to respect you, they ain't gonna respect no adult. That's just what it is. If you allow your child to cuss you out and. And, and like ram up at you be ready to fight you what what you think they're gonna do to the next adult and not saying you gotta knock them out and all this craziness but it start when they little you gotta show them you know you gotta show them there's no fear in you because they're the child at the end of the day but when it comes to the parents tying kids up and and not feeding them because they feel like that's discipline i don't understand it that's okay go to bed cruel. with no supper tonight that's being I just like somebody explain that to me because I've I've heard it, you know, yeah. like he was bad in school today. Guess what? Go wash, go to bed. You're not eating tonight. That's hunger. Please, honestly, please that's, explain uh, that to me. How do you feel comfortable in disciplining your child by not feeding them once they come home from school? Who to say they ate the nasty food at school? So now mine, they didn't the eat since. Don't eat. They be starving when they come home. And then when they go to school. Breakfast and somebody else breakfast. Yeah. Exactly. And see, that goes to bullying. Okay, I didn't eat last night because the teacher called and say I slammed my pencil on the desk. You know, something stupid. Now I can't eat at home, so I'm extra hungry. And because Joseph told on me, I'm taking his breakfast in the morning too. You see what I'm saying? I'm gonna take Joseph breakfast in the morning because he told, and I'm gonna take John lunch because he the one told Joseph I did it. So now you got a bully on your hands. Because you forbidden him from eating dinner because you got a call from the teacher. I don't get it. That is a part of abuse. But but we don't see it that way. It goes into adulthood too because um, in one of my past, past, past relationships. Child abuse, Melvin. um, He said that he, me and him used to box. We used to fight. What, you and a classmate? No, me and my my ex. But he said the reason why he grew up an abusive household. He watched his mom get abused, and he was abused, and he so claimed, which I think that's a bunch of bull, because I think you can break the cycle. I think you, you can break the cycle. But, um, yeah. He said that he, that was one of the reasons he gave. And it's probably the truth. I mean, is it true if you see something that's always going on in the household, then you're going to feel like you're supposed to do that? No, that's not true. I don't know. Some you can't t- You can't tell how people feel. I, mm. You can't tell if it's a learned behavior. Some of it is a learned behavior, but in certain instincts, if you do come across and you know right from wrong, if you are around other people, you have the ability to change if you want. Oh, yeah, to. I strong believe that. I wouldn't yeah, let my past I mean, pretty much crutch on me at yeah, all. Is a, I a can't do it, behavior. but a lot of people do that. Yeah, a lot of people hurt on. Learn, Hold on to their past, no, and it an goes excuse. into the it goes into their adulthood. Yeah, I just don't agree with it. But I mean, who am a I? A lot of people don't have the um, strength, the strength of the mental to move past, to it. move past it, or to understand it. Some people just get stuck. I mean, it affects everybody different. Some are strong, some are weak. Do, some commit suicide. Yeah. I mean, is it is it fair? Like, do you think a, a woman that has abused her kid for so many years 
And finally, someone took the children, and maybe like two years passed. You know, she had to go to meetings, and that she get her kids back. I think, well, in a way, I think we need to let the children have a voice too. I think so, and yes, some people handle things differently. We need to allow the children to have a voice. What meaning? Like, I want to go back home to my mama. Yeah, or I don't. That child know. Yeah, it's just like look. It's just like your two year old. If you take your two-year-old to the daycare. And they screaming and hollering. And when the next day it's time for them to go and they're screaming and hollering, what's the first thing come to your mind? They don't, it's a reason they don't want to be. Exactly. But a lot of people don't take heed to that. And that's even no. when you're taking them over to whoever yeah. house. But by me saying that is even a two-year-old knows, knows. I where agree. they want to be. I agree. And they, knows when, they know when they're being mistreated. Exactly. But us as adults, what we what we do, we oh, overlook I gotta it. I got to go to work. He just crying because she don't let him do what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That's the excuse we give. Oh, uh, but you don't know he she popping him yeah. across the fingers and everything, or bending him back, or pinching a mess out of him. Yeah. Oh, Miss B, don't let him do what he want to do. That's the only reason he's screaming and crying. No, it, you got to look more into it. Miss B might be doing some extra stuff to your child, whether it's molesting him. Pinching him, pulling his hair strand by strand, something you probably wouldn't even notice that she's doing. If these people are mentally retarded and sick to put their hands on their child or someone else's, they're going to find a way to hurt that kid where you're not, it's not noticeable. Yeah, they're probably pulling strands of hair out of that kid's hair, and you wouldn't think to look in a scalp. Let's be honest, who thinks to look in their kid's scalp when they pick them up from daycare? Or they just rubbing their head, you thinking maybe he bumped it. Oh, he just bumped his head. He's all right. You know, pull some hair out of his head. But like, that's torture. Yeah. But then we don't some, think about stuff like but that. But then in some cases, that, and, and it has been flipped. You have some students that cry, don't want to come to school because they are not used to discipline. That's true, too. I mean, so it could it be, can be both, both ways, ways. But that's what it takes you to kind of observe and pay attention. Yeah. Yeah, it can be, it can go both ways. I mean, because, you know, the kids start in school. They ain't used to going to school. They used to being home. They going to cry carrying on. But no, it's just like eventually. You, know your, you know your child bad as hell, <laughs> and you bring him to school. Then you want to complain because he being time out all, all the time. Day. Yeah, because Take he accountability. kicking or Talk biting or whatever, you know. Yeah. But I done had several meetings with you letting you know your child has a discipline exactly. issue. Exactly. But you failed to do anything about it. Uh, that goes to, and I'm not going to say neglect, but you're neglecting that whole situation. And, and little Tommy is going to grow up to be a damn, huh. like we need to put a hold on. If these teachers are telling you things, he's getting red. He's getting red all week long because he's been acting up all week long. Have a conversation. Like have a conversation. He's old enough to know what he's doing. Like these three-year-olds, they not crazy. They know what they're doing. They can listen. And they can tell you things. They can if tell they can tell everything. you, she popped me. What's your other being bad? They know. Like, we got to have conversations they with these kids. And they know how to feel. But, hey, some people feel like they put their kids on this pedestal. They do no wrong. Some people in denial. And, yeah, they're in denial. And I can tell you. And I, it make it hard. It make it, it hard for the caregivers. It make it hard it for the really teachers. Does. Because, I mean, come on. This, this. This goes to teachers, and I'm gonna just say CNAs, nurses. Like, you have this has to be your calling. This has to be something you really enjoy doing. Because if you know you're not a person that like to deal with children, then don't do it. You're playing with somebody else's life. 
You're pl you're playing with someone else's human being at a birth. You can't do that. If that's something you don't enjoy doing, it don't do it. I don't understand how people work at these daycares and then want to hurt these children because they don't have any patience. They have no business. There. So why are you even there? Why? Why? It's like a lot of teachers are there for a paycheck or because they because get they summer get summer break. break. I hear that a lot. I want to teach because I get summer break. Like, are you really teaching? Teachers don't give a a uck about these kids. Um, oh, I have a story about that one. It's sad, William. <laughs> it really is. Now, I am one parent that know my children' potential. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm saying the right word. In other words, I know my oldest will tell me, "Yeah, I cursed out. Yeah, I did this." She will not lie. She will tell me right. straight up what she did. The middle one would lie his tail <laughs> off and look me straight in the eye. The little one would be dog. like, Mom, yeah, I did it, but... He got an excuse behind he it. He has an excuse behind it. However, I know my kids. Right. So when my little one come home and tell me, Mama, this teacher just don't like me. And then I keep getting phone calls about little stupid things and he keep getting written up in the same person. Keep in mind, they got six teachers. But it's just one, one teacher. teacher. He keep getting Seems like he'll up. be acting out in each class. Exactly. So I make it my business to go have a um because they told me that was the proper protocol because I said just remove him from out the class. So I went had the conversation with the teacher. You wouldn't believe what this teacher had to tell me. Well, I'm a single parent too, and is everything okay at home? Maybe he's not getting enough attention. Um, wow. First off, he has his mom and his dad in his life. Second off, he's the baby, so he gets all the attention. Third, did you know he was the baby of your class? Everybody else is 13. My baby is 11. Lord. So you didn't even know that he was the baby of the class. Quite naturally, he's going to want attention because he's not there yet mentally. Because he still have a baby mind. He's not a, a teenager yet. But the, his classmates, his peers are teenagers. But you didn't know that. So how well do you know my child? How well do they how well do they pay attention to each of the kids in class? You get what I'm saying? They like don't. they don't. Yeah. Um, like we have to pay attention to if we're gonna be teachers, we're gonna deal with the public. Well, not necessarily the public, but yeah, the public. But if you have these set students or these set group of people you deal with each day, I feel like learn each person. And you know what? You I should do. know their personality. No, I, I, I teach not in a public school setting, but sometimes I do participate in certain activities on my job. Mm -hmm. um, and I do learn each, it's exhausting, Good. but each student that I encounter that actually take the time out to talk to me or sometimes I pick and I pick, you know, talk and talk until they feel comfortable. Is that your daddy? Yeah. Tell him I'm on the show. I'll call him back. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> but um, in order to talk to the student, because you can't relate to every student the same way. The same, exactly. It's something called a 16 personality test. You know that 
you we used to take at my previous job and it helps you learn people personality because you can't deal with everybody the same you just can't do it everybody's not brought up the same way people think differently some people uh react differently we have to learn each other's personality and, and sometimes that helps um douglas has said uh little tommy gonna kill mommy in the future we would hope not but let's keep like doug said we just keep it real on let's sip and talk it starts from it starts from yay high please pay attention if your children out there torturing animals that's a sign yeah i heard like if they kill cats and stuff i don't know why but i heard that's a sign oh, when they um torture any kind of animal and and do things now I, I did tell monty to kill a frog for me one day but then i felt bad as he was doing it but no more frogs came so kudos to monty for that but um but just to go outside and be hurting animals and stuff like that this like how could you want to do that you know what i mean my son do Ooh. i mean it's different signs that we need to pay attention we got that's that's what it boils down to as parents we have to pay attention to our children the same way we can pay attention to these men patterns you know it. Oh, okay. Right. So, yeah. We pay attention to them hard. We notice, <clears throat> excuse me, we notice their patterns change. <clears throat> but are we paying attention to our children's patterns? The same way that we can pay attention to that man or the same way you can pay attention to that woman? Hello. My kids are grown, but I can tell you when which one didn't use the bathroom. Yeah, we, we <laughs> I'm, I'm be that much in the business. Yeah, like, because you know. it's, it's a habit. I mean, they're in the house or whatever. I mean, you know they all have habits and they have routines. And you know something is off, but that just comes from, and it's hard, I am trying to break it because my kids are, two of them are adults now. But, I mean, it's hard because I've been around. Because you've been around and doing what you're supposed to do. We just have to be mindful, y'all. It's different. I just want y'all. I just want to talk about this really quickly because I just want y'all to know that it's more than just physical abuse. It's way more than just physical abuse when it comes to children. About the boyfriend or the girlfriend discipline. Oh, I th- we talked I, about that before. I see it all. A two-year-old in the face. Oh, that wasn't even his child. It was his girlfriend's child, and he just started dating like months ago. That I mean, goes was to he, was he there by himself with the child? I didn't say. I don't know. I, I did y'all hear about the guy that? Killed. I can't remember how old the boy was. Maybe two One that or was three. three months old. No, this was a, he was potty training him, and kept punching him, and kept punching him. Was it? His and child? he died. I think it was his child. But see, they said at first he lied and said he don't know what happened. But then he he ended up telling the truth that he just okay. snapped. hitting on him during the potty training and sometimes we get carried away with stuff like that you get what i'm saying like come on now, you honey. know what i have because I, I was a young parent and it has been times but thank you what? y'all just don't know how much my sister helped me out with my firstborn that's what i wanted to keep her <laughs> but i mean like in the middle <laughs> of the night and stuff like i would not hear her period and sometimes i find myself i would actually cry with her oh lord yeah, because, I mean, you didn't know what the baby... You were a new parent. You yeah, didn't yeah. know what the baby I wanted. I used to cry with her. The, yeah, the baby would cry. The baby wouldn't be quiet. You done changed the diaper. You done fed her. You done try to burp her. You done wash her. You walk around. I've even put her in the car before and drove her around. And she still cried? And she still cried. <laughs> and she had gas. They ended up having to take gas. But me being a parent, a young parent, first-time parent... I didn't know what was going on with her, so I got upset and started crying too. <laughs> but I 
didn't shake or anything yeah. like that. Just I walk just off. yeah, if yeah. you gotta walk off, walk oh. off. I yeah. had the twins. Lord, if it weren't for Tasia, <laughs> I was dead tired, walking around like a zombie. And Tasia saw me. She said, "Go in the room and go to sleep." I got him. But sometimes it takes you to walk off. I yeah. called they dad, yeah. standing over them, three months old, screaming at him, telling him to shut like, up. Like, what is that gonna I do? Told him to get the fuck out of my yeah. house. Yeah. Don't, don't. Yeah, if something was wrong. I said, "Why didn't you just check him out to see what was wrong?" I had to bring him over here to grandma. And grandma seen that he oh, was stopped up. He was stopped he up. Was that was one of the times I had to come yeah. over to the house too. Yeah. Like, no. Why is you sitting that, yelling? If you, if you that irritated. Walk out. Walk out. That goes to it takes a village. Because everybody need a break. Everybody need a break. And and you know what's so sad, though? Sometimes people can be asking for a break or crying out for help, and people just don't want to help. No. That's your responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm telling you I need help. I feel like I'm going crazy. And then you can't even get them for an hour. Nobody told you to have them. Nobody told you to have the kids. You get what I'm saying? It's like, well, Darren, you know what? You're right. Maybe I shouldn't be here no more. Maybe the kids shouldn't be here. And then boom. boom. You got a whole tragedy going on because you couldn't even watch them for an hour. hour. But then you got some parents that don't want you to intervene, period. If I see little Bobby Joe going across the street and I'm yelling at him, don't you ever go across the street. You know you could get yourself killed going across the street. I mean, <laughs> it puts you in a lot of people turn a blind eye to the abuse that they, they see is happening because it's like, damn, am I going to tell? And then Martha's going to get all her kids taken away. And no, I'm talking about the next door neighbor see the child. Like, for instance, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, it, it is what it is. If you could save a life or. Yeah, regardless of the pushback yeah. I'm going to get, but. Well, I, see I have the conversation with the person the, um, first. Boyfriend situation. Yeah. Watch, watch his body language towards your child. Yeah. Watch your had, child. Body you can tell when somebody being fake. That was jealous of Alex. He was definitely jealous of. I told I told him that's my baby. Yeah. And I would never leave my kids watch alone. Watch your child. Your yeah. child too. So you gotta watch the body language. Alex didn't know anything. Alex had love him. Alex wanted to play with him. Alex wanted to do anything, but he. If I used to catch glances at him, he used to be staring at him. Yeah, like, or maybe jerking you know, away like, if you're trying to play with him or something. You know, that's just staring, giving them that stare, like, you know, just go somewhere. Get a, yeah, mm-mm. pay attention you know, to all pay that. Pay attention to body language, look at the glances, how they yep. look at your child. Watch them while they don't know you watching them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, somebody said, too bad I missed this topic because I have a whole lot of say on it. Oh, goodness, Sonya. Well, next time, you know, we will, it always come back. We spoke about um, domestic violence in January. We're going to bring that back up. So we'll always revisit topics because I know it's a lot that can be said, a lot that can be shared, you know, but just thank you for tuning in. You know, that means a lot right there. But one thing I I would like to add, I've been dealing, I've come across a lot of students. I've been dealing with students for about 20 years Mm -hmm. that have been in different backgrounds, um, upbringing, abuse, um, all, you name it, I've, I've seen a lot of it. I don't know. The only that. thing that you can do is, I mean, it's not going to hurt you to be nice. Right. Absolutely. Listen. And sometimes, believe it or not, these, the some of my students can be all the way up to 22, 23 years old, and I fuss, well, 
depending on the personality, I fuss at them like I fuss at my own kids. Yeah. And they accept it. They love it. I give them hugs. I mean, I treat them as their mind, and they really appreciate it. Because some of them not getting it. Some of them never had it. Yeah. So it's not going to hurt. It's free. It's free to be kind. I mean, it. I don't see what's the purpose of being mean. I never understood it, even as a kid. Misery like, loves company. What's the purpose? Because they don't know nothing different. I mean... You have a... If you've been in a negative atmosphere majority of all your life, when somebody do come to you and be nice, first thing going to come to mind is why, why you being so being nice? nice? Questioning every motive or exactly. everything? Because it's something new. I just... I don't know. It makes them feel uncomfortable. I don't know, but with the whole kid thing, with the the step parents or the boyfriends, the girlfriends, I don't know. You could be around somebody for three months. You could be around somebody for three years, and you still don't know. You still don't know. Somebody still could snap. Don't be naive. I guess don't that's why I be nonchalant. Just... Listen. Listen and pay attention. The, um, decision to be. I made promise to be single or to myself, to the boys was in the sixth or seventh grade because I know they'll be big enough to defend themselves. Right. Nothing was to happen, but hopefully nothing will happen. But I, I prefer to be by myself right now to the being adults. I just would never let a male. I never lived with a male besides my ex-husband, <laughs> so I never brought a male in over my children to live with. Yeah, me. I me just. No, I'm just like saying. If you I have confidence or something. Yeah, if I had company or something, they had to go. My kids were in a serious, committed relationship, but I took the, that, and that's just me. I took the necessary, because that was how I was raised. So, I would introduce them, see how they interact, but we would be in a public place when they do interact with the kids or what have you. Right. Um, and after a while, you know, I would invite them to dinner or, you know, movie night or something like that with the kids or whatever. But um, it's only been one person that's been around my kids. It's just, Chris said, April need to sit next to you during these talks. <laughs> Sonia said, we teach our kids that. Yeah. But um, even, I mean, like if, okay, so you're dating someone. And some people wait, you know, before they bring them around the kids. And some people don't. But, like, would you want that energy to see how they're feet? Or are you going to wait a year to bring that's them around? I the last know. one that was six years ago. I want to see. Holy stop I want to see. See, that makes me want to. <laughs> I want to see how he acts towards them. One of the twins he adore. The other twin he kind of like was sideways, but with Alex. Mm-mm. I wonder why though. Nope. And I knew it wasn't work. You can't tell but me. See, I never come across a, a child or a person that you just don't don't vibe with. Yeah. If they're very disrespectful. Sometimes some kids, I like that. Y'all know Alex. But I'm just saying, yeah. I don't know. It was, during the Daytime, he was fine, but it was the nighttime. He was different. He was sober. He was alcohol. He was sneaking and drinking, and I found that out later on that it was the alcohol that was turning him. And I don't know if he was hearing things, but it was like he kept early signs get so funny. Looking at Alex differently, and yeah, no, no, that's scary. Even with I didn't want him to snap one night. Like yeah, I was sleep, and he was in his room sleep. 
Alex was, but he takes me. Mom saw that, right? Can I come in your room? He came in the room and he said, Mom, I think you need to put the bed behind the door. And I was like, well, what's going on? He's like, something not right. So I had to call Jeremy and come over and get him out. Oh, God. This because he was freaking. I got static. I couldn't hear because my room was on the other end, but Alex's room was right there. He was saying stuff he out loud. Yeah, but Alex was hearing it, so I don't know if he was saying he things saying he was going to hurt him or what. But six years ago, mm-hmm. but I'm going crazy and I got barred, so I'm not worried. About right. Sonny <laughs> said, um, "I waited six months and he asked to meet my daughter." What was your response, Sonia? Did you find it weird that he wanted to meet your daughter or he just felt like he loved you and he wanted to, you know, meet your family, meet something that you love so dearly? Maybe, I mean, you know, like, I hope it was a great outcome, you know, but did you wait and say, no, I want you to meet her on my terms? Or did you give him what he asked for and allow him um, to meet, to meet your daughter? I don't know. I think I'll just... I thought I'm going to play it. What? For my soon-to-be husband. He's been in my daughter's life since she was what? Tasia had to be about nine. Mm-hmm. About nine years old. She'd be 25 next month. Not next month. In a couple of weeks. In a week Jesus or so. Time. She'll be 25 years old. However, he's been around them since she was nine. And she said he doesn't have the relationship that he has with um, my middle son. But he'd been around my middle son since he was two. But I had to explain to her, it's because you are a girl. I'm not going to put myself in no situation or put you in a situation to where anything could happen. So that's why I sheltered her and kept her with me. You didn't need to go yeah. around. you know. But she blamed me because I guess she looked at him as a father figure because he'd been around so long. Right. But she was like, she feels she don't have the relationship that she, the other kids have because I kept her away yeah. from it. I mean, that's understandable. Um, he felt like he loved me and he wanted to be a family. Oh, and that's fair. That's fair. You know, because like I said, whether it's six months or six years, people are going to end up being whoever the heck they are to be. Whether you Just snapped or whether you are. That's it. That's what this whole segment's about. Just pay attention to the signs, to the red flags, to to our children. Just pay attention to them more. They know a little more than we think. One they sign know. for parents. If your child starts taking showers and everything, long showers or covering up when they come past you when they normally don't, you know something ain't right. Meaning they're starting to have sex or what? Meaning they're starting to have sex or meaning somebody is molesting them. Oh God. I would hope not. Yeah. I wouldn't have never. That's something I would have never like. As a, a would you you get older and don't want mama or daddy to see you? Yeah, but you know the difference. You will know the difference. Plus years, and they're still like father and daughter, and see, that's, that's, awesome. that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's great. Keep kudos to him. Yeah. No, but you have some children you have to pay attention to. They um, separate themselves. It's the same as an adult. Yeah, that's true. People come around and everything, and all of a sudden they separate themselves. You know something not something not right. 
Yeah, we just got to pay attention, you guys. I just wanted to talk about that because I think a lot of people misconstrue with the child abuse with just physical, not realizing it's mental, it's verbal, uh, emotional, you know, making our kids feel bad about themselves, making them feel ugly. They, they, we're supposed to be their role model. So if, if we're down in them, can you imagine how it's making them feel? Can you imagine if they're taking it out on the next person in school or, or wherever? To that child, you could talk about that child parent. The other yeah. Absent. So yep. just be mindful of what you say. Yeah, you got to be mindful of what you say to children. You got to be mindful of who you let be around your children. Um, what they're doing around your children. All that plays a major part. We just have to be more proactive and, and diffuse situations before they even start. If we notice or they do stuff around their own children, you best believe mine not going around them. If you got your little kid that's being disrespectful mm -hmm. to you and they think they're grown and they're not, then I don't want my kid to be up around your child. So don't feel no type of way because Freeman don't let... Uh, her boys or cadence come over to your kid's house. No, because yours are very disrespectful. So mine's not going to get that learned behavior and feel it's okay or whatever because no. If they're doing it in the house, they're going to do it outside the house to another adult and I don't need mine to be up around it. So we have to take accountability. We have to pay more attention and we have to teach these kids as soon as they come out the womb. And I'm telling you, when I say come out the womb, come out the womb. Cadence was three days old, sitting between my legs, getting their hair done. And ever since then, Cadence would ask me, I need my hair done. Mama, can you do my hair? Mama, can you do my hair? If I didn't do it, she would cry. Mom, I don't want to look like this. I wanna... You know, so they learn. They learn very early. So we just pay attention to our children, teach them right from wrong, and be the best that we can be because they look at us for that. Whether you don't think so or not, whether you think they don't pay attention to our moves, they're paying attention. So just be mindful. Um, Science says some kids talk to their parents, and the parents so caught up they don't listen. Absolutely. Be trying to tell you something, and you too busy. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. You know, whatever, and that minute never comes. So now they're going to YouTube or Facebook or whatever, or they're venting to the wrong person and getting the wrong advice when they tried to come to you first. So who can you fault? No one Mine but yourself. Tell me some things I don't even want to Mine are very open. Let me about to start with that ball. Mine is very open, and I appreciate it. <laughs> and that tells me uh, it's time because she's about to start with the ball, y'all. So. I really do. I just wanted to, um, you know, speak about that and just just share, like I said, sharing knowledge, giving feedback, um, people giving feedback, you know, from, from their situations. It's not always a bad situation. So pay attention to your surroundings. Pay attention to the people you be around that you're putting in your children's lives. Pay attention to those teachers. Pay attention to the homeboys that your husband bring over. Pay attention to the homegirls that your wife bring over. Pay attention to the way your child acts when these people children. are around. Pay attention to other children. Pay attention to their actions. Don't put your child in a situation that you wouldn't want to be in yourself. I don't care if you got to run to the grocery store. If you know these kids are just not doing right, they're disrespectful, da da da, da don't do it. You just got to run to the grocery store with me. We'll take our chances with this whole COVID-19 and you going to the store with me rather than being next door to whoever house and God knows what can happen in two minutes. You could be outside on the porch just talking, smoking a cigarette, drinking, and Uncle Johnny playing like he got a pee and in there touching your child. It happens so quick. We got to pay attention to that. 
So when your child try to talk to you or you notice they're crying excessively because you're taking them somewhere, nine times out of ten they don't need to be there. So don't think they just don't want you to go hang out. It's for a reason. Maybe not all the time, but pay attention to the little things, y'all. Pay attention. Cadence used to cry with me. And I never... The thing is, with Tasia, I said Cadence, I meant Tasia. Um, when I used to keep Tasia when she was little, she would cry, but I'd just sit on my leg and her little head just be moving. I'm looking at her from the back, and I was just like, oh, I couldn't even be mad, you know, because she just so little. Her head looked like, where everybody at? I just let her sit there and cry, and I feel bad. I want to hug on her. But anywho, y'all make sure if we see things, let's, let's start now. Let's not turn a blind eye. That parent just have to get mad. If that kid don't got nothing to eat, let's ask. Inbox, ask for help. Don't be ashamed. Everybody don't have it. A lot of people live paycheck to paycheck, and maybe towards the end of that that week when it's time to get paid, maybe by Wednesday you just don't have it. Inbox somebody. You know, inbox, let's sip and talk. We'll make it happen. You know, this is not just Freeman. This is a team. As y'all see April right here, Stacy. We even have Alan on board. You know, we're a team. And we do have outside people that yeah, we do like this is. Things. We want to help you guys. You know, we don't come this is the on. Whole purpose. This is the whole purpose. If y'all just now joining, let's sit and talk. November the seventeenth. 2019 and my whole purpose was to get it from other people's perspective because I feel like talking you know and just venting sometimes or just hearing other people's story you learn from that so it's not that you know you're not gaining want people to gain from this by just listening to people talk and listen to people share their stories a lot of people really don't know really don't know us but I've worked with students for over 20 years Mama have worked with yes, kids oh for over 30 years. You've been a mission coordinator, so our whole family, all we do yeah. is help. Help. Stacy the same way. If she knows somebody hiring or yep. what have you, she's she's there. And that's what we're basically here for. Yeah. If we don't have the answers, I guarantee you we'll try we'll to, try find, to find it. We will try to find it. Um, Science said, I told my daughter's friends, parents, I felt their teacher was a child molester. They told me I had a New York mentality. Wow. You did your part, though, Sonia. That's all you could do. You know, sometimes we want to do more, and we feel like we have to do more, but sometimes what we do is enough. And I hate to say that. Sometimes once you did your part, that's all you can do. But you have to be careful, too, because an allegation like that can ruin a person. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It Slander can ruin a person. But, y'all, I thank y'all so much for tuning in on this Sunday. We kind of switched it up because Friday I did an interview, and normally Friday would be open discussion. So I switched it up to Sunday as an open discussion. So I thank y'all for tuning in today on this lovely Sunday. I hope everybody had a great day, took their time, cooked some dinner. Demetria, um, she cooked some ham and macaroni, and she's bringing me a plate tomorrow, so I'm ready for that. Thanks, y'all, bestie. And, you know, till next time, y'all, peace and love wednesday we have um i think his name is what is it if i'm right i hope i'm not saying the wrong name um coming on jonah is coming on um wednesday so we'll be interviewing him and you guys again thanks for the support i really appreciate it make sure y'all enjoy your day peace and love